Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Jackson can't find anyone. Looking to take off and run. Bounces away. Still surveying. Still alive. Throwing an end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Nelson Aguilar. First and ten. On the fake. Looking for Andrews. Has him. Mark Andrews. Turns up field. Looking for the end zone. Diving for the pylon. He's in. Touchdown, Baltimore. So here's Jackson. Pressure coming, going in zone. It is caught for the touchdown. Another for Mark Andrews. And looks like pretty content that that will be all. What a day for the Baltimore Ravens. Sheer dominance from the get-go. 38-6, the final score. And that's all she wrote, folks. Courtesy, uh, courtesy of uh, Fox, 38-6. Baltimore Ravens over the Detroit Lions. And woo! It was an absolute beatdown. But Jeremy Kahn, my Lamar, he came out to set the tone. Oh, man, he looked so good yesterday. I mean, I loved hearing Dan Campbell after the game talk about his ability to throw and just kind of taking ownership. It was a little bit different than after a loss, just kind of being ho-hum, just saying, hey, we got our asses kicked, and and Lamar's the guy that led to it. Uh, You think about taking off and running when he had to and all the plays that he made, he was just perfect. 78% completion. 78%. 78%. Yeah. Unbelievable. Passer rating of 155.8. Ed Norris, the defense was just overwhelming on the Lions. Didn't let them breathe. Did not let them breathe. Um, the pass rush was awesome. I mean, they just – they look like a, a really overwhelming defense. Five sacks, eight quarterback hits. You don't give a man a chance to throw the football and going anywhere. Jared Goff only got sacked ten times coming into the game yeah. and get half that in one game. Yeah. And that was one of the things we talked about going in, that he doesn't take many sacks because he gets the ball out quick. He, he had sacked five times, just said hit eight more. So, Jeremy, Jeremy Kahn, no London fog. No, they didn't have any issues. I and mean, we talked about teams uh, that would have issues coming back and not taking the bye and playing that following week. They had three straight road games, and they looked like the team that had a little bit more energy, was a little bit more prepared to play than the Lions on those back-to-back road games. So sometimes home cooking and – no, yeah. Lamar's success rate against the NFC as well. One uh, loss. Yeah, he's just destroyed that that conference. Ed. Yeah. Our buddy, Gus Edwards, wake-up call. Well, I mean, if you look at his stat line, <laughs> it's pretty impressive, actually. Um, but, yeah, you know, of course, the 80-yard somewhat 
pass reception. <laughs> Somewhat. Um, <laughs> Improvisation. <laughs> Improv, yeah. Which I'm not complaining about. That was fantastic. But, I mean, you know, he still averaged, you know, over four and a half yards a carry. It's kind of where he is, you know. Um, and it had a rushing touchdown on 14 carries. So. Mike Preston, that old line was awesome. Yeah. Big boy, Aiden Hutchinson. Did he have a... He didn't have a sack. He didn't have anything. Fumble recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Total. He had a penalty, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That was the only one. The the, the roughing. Covered a fumble. There was one quarterback hit, and it wasn't him. One quarterback hit total. His was low. And the Morgan Morgan Moses, what he did on on Hutchison was he was able to get under his pads. I mean, he's six seven. Hutchison is six seven. He was able to get under his pads, and then he jammed them. And it's all about leverage, and especially when you're pass blocking and. They chipped him, did a nice job there, you know, coming out of the backfield. So, overall, the Ravens did a nice job. They were a little shaky in the first quarter. Yeah. But then uh, once Lamar started making some plays, and then by the second quarter, they were just running right over him, and, and it was done. It, it was over. Detroit just said, uh, nah, we're, we're the paper tigers. We're not as, we're not as good as uh, people say we are or think we are. He just physically got manhandled. Did you speak, it was fun, one funny note, though, on a, for us. You mentioned chipping Hutchison. Did you see when Justice Hill chipped him and kind of bounced oh, off? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I give him an A for effort because he's a lot bigger than him. You talk about that old line, 27 carries, 146 yards rushing, 5.4 yards. Um, and then Lamar Jackson, of course, being clean. He got hit one time. His QBR is 95, pl- 95 which is a sensational number for QBR, passer rating. 155.8. So the old line. I mean, that's nearly 158.3, I think, is perfect. Yeah. He's almost at the perfect yeah. score. I mean, Amazing. just, just I, I give all the credit to the, to the skilled position players because you want to. They have to they have to execute and finish. But we can't forget, not talk about that old line. It was just un- the, unbelievable. The Aguilar touched in over nine seconds. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> it's unheard of. You got to give credit to the entire team. <laughs> just did a number on them. They did. I mean, defensively, they just. I mean, they came in and the Lions had what thirty-two plays over twenty-plus yards. That felt like a true outdoor game versus a physical, uh, you know, physical versus a finesse team. That's what it felt like yesterday. Is that one team just manhandled the other one? Yeah, but the Lions came with that reputation, and I watched them play early in the season. They're a very physical right. group, and uh, they didn't hang. We're part of the generation, uh, uh, Preston, where. You know, when you're younger, you were slap box with your, with, with, with your buddy, box. and all of a sudden, yeah. somebody stuck stuck one in that was too hard. Right. The Ravens <laughs> and the Lions looked like, you know, they were slap boxing, and the Lions were like, oh, we hit for real? Yeah. Like, that happens <laughs> every time you did it. <laughs> the Lions were like, oh, we hit for real, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hit for real. <laughs> do, kids, do people do that anymore? No, they don't. No. Somebody gets shot. No. Let's go to Jay or Tilman Island. What's up, Jay? <laughs> Hey, good morning, guys. How you hey, doing? hey, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Kudos to him, man. He Todd did Munkin. a perfect. Yeah, he did a perfect picture, you know, design of how to, to dismantle the Lions. But the offensive line for the Ravens, beautifully done. He did best job they've done all year. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, it, it was a little bit of you, you got to go with the game plan. You know, you got to give credit to the game plan because when they don't do well, we saw the game plan was flawed mm-hmm. yesterday. Was a flawless game combination of flawless game plan, flawless execution. I mean, they just totally 
beat them up. They just did. Over 500 yards in total offense for the Ravens. It's like, wow. Who are these guys? It was amazing. Jeremy, am I the only one in the room wanted to ask the tweet, what did you do in practice? Oh, no, I thought you wanted to ask what kudos was. <laughs> but I love Jay Dillon. That sounds like something I would have said this early in the morning. And of course, Jeremy, because he looks right at me because I'm already staring at him. Like, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> Give him kudos. No. <laughs> it does sound like something I would say. <laughs> anyway. Have you come down yet? No, I mean, I'm, I'm still messed up. <laughs> I feel like the guy at the beginning of the hangover. We done messed up. We lost Doug. Oh, our Doug was a white. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> oh, boy. But that take him long. It's not even 6'10 yet. I know. He's completely no. off the, the rail of the show. <laughs> completely. That's what he does. Shut up. He is a, a habitual derailer. Uh, QB1 reviewing quarterback Lamar Jackson's uh, day to, uh, at 6.30. But on the other side, three up, three down on the fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Six sixteen in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Warnkin Injury Lawyers. Guys, shout out to all the people that came up yesterday at the tailgate. Lots of fans of the show. We look forward to this show in the morning, and they couldn't wait for this one. Naturally, um, as uh, OJ Brigant said before the game. Lions going to get dealt with. <laughs> Ed Norris, you're up. Ravens pass rush. Goff. 
in trouble, almost lost it, spins into a sack, and down he goes. Kyle Van Noy has his second one today. And you heard, well, Kyle Van Noy did have two sacks yesterday. And the team had five, uh, which actually now puts them in the lead in the NFL with 29 sacks. <laughs> Next closest team is the Bills with 25. You said, you said second in the league? They're the first. First in the league, really? Yeah. Yes, 20, 29 sacks. All right, man. Oh, man. What's your down, Ed? Honestly, I could, I can't. It would be disingenuous. But the team, there was almost a perfect game by both offense and defense. Um, you, know, you put up 500-plus yards on the on offense, and you give you, know, you allow six points to our most prolific offense in the NFL. I just got to say good job. Jeremy Kahn, what's your up? My up goes to Roquan Smith. Oh, I thought. If I recall, I think early in the week I said I'm from the show me business. So, you know, a lot of a lot of things happen here and there. But you got to show me once we on the field. I don't believe in all the things that you hear and say. And like I said, that chin hadn't been tested just yet. So that's what it was. Ooh. Yeah. See? I just mm-hmm. I for, forgot about that. Yeah. He mm-hmm. said early in the week, they would you always say about me? Yeah. You ain't. <laughs> you ain't. And you know what? There was a play in the game where he almost had a chance to play peekaboo with the running back where there was a blocker out in front. He's going sideline to sideline. And I think conventional wisdom would say the guy was going to break it outside. And that's what Roquan did. He hit the angle to the outside. Yeah, on the sideline. And as soon as he cleared the blocker, he laid his ass out. And, I, I mean, I, I, I just don't think we appreciate enough of what he's been doing when he's, this team's given up seven touchdowns the entire season. Yeah. Uh, the, the Lions had one trip into the red zone. They were stopped. Their one touchdown was on that long 21-yard run. Uh, like, did you hear the announcer say, since Roquan Smith has joined the Ravens, they're the number one defense in the league? It, it, none of it surprises me. He's, <laughs> he's just amazing. They're yeah. leading the league in points against right now. 13.9. You don't give up 14 and, points a game, you win. Am I down? And I feel like this might be a narrative between all of us. I mean, it is hard to pick it down, but... Where's this been at? Like, why do we have to wait till this week against a good team? Against a, you played bad teams and didn't do this. Yeah. yeah. Like, wh- where's it been at? I just he said I'm from the show. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. My up aggressive offense. Ravens came out. Lamar should pass. Lamar pass. Lamar deep middle. Lamar scramble. Edwards. Lamar scramble. Lamar touchdown. They came out fourth and one. Touchdown. They came out saying, listen, how many times do the Ravens normally defer? Nah, we want the ball. Never, yeah. We want the ball. Yeah. We, we're going to take the ball. We're not deferring. We're not going to sit here and wait and see what you do. We're not going to sit here and spar with you and, and slap box Mike Preston. No, we're knocking your ass out from the very beginning. Yeah. That was. <laughs> I think that was a big statement. Yeah. Because most of the league defers, and the Ravens almost always defer. Yeah. Like, no, we'll take it. They said, no, I'm going to take it. What? Like, okay, this is how we feel today. Yeah. Okay. My down, I thought this would be a game. The Lions came in. Well, you know what? Enough of me. Dan Campbell said it best. They, they played well. They kicked our ass. And uh, it's a credit to them. Lamar beat us. Uh, he hammered us with his arm. He, he threw the ball extremely well. He ran when he needed to. And we did not handle it well. Our energy was good, which is crazy. You come out of a game like that and you look at the score. Our energy was good. But our detail and discipline, which has been so good over the last four or five weeks, was not good enough. So uh, self-induced, that was a combination of a lot of different a lot of different things, you know. And just like we win as a team, we lose as a team. And that was that was one of those. 
Preston, he said we wanted the smoke. We couldn't handle the smoke. Yeah, his ener- their energy was good. It, it, it evaporated after the second quarter. It, 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 it died. They took all of the energy out of their team. And he was right about one thing. When you get down 14 to nothing and, you, and you're on the road, that's a tough hole to dig out. And they never could. And they couldn't get any um, momentum going at all. What's your up, Mike Preston? My up is is the – well, there's, it's a combination of things. One, Zay Flowers – well, he can find a way to get open, mm-hmm. and regardless of whatever they try to do to him, um, they can't stop him. And he can sit in the middle of those zones and find the spots. And Detroit came out, and they thought they could get to Lamar with the pass rush. And they were backing off those receivers, and those receivers were eating him up because he had some time to throw. The comeback routes he runs, uh, Preston. I mean, he digs that leg in the ground and gets your hips open like he's going deep and just stops and comes back at you. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And my down is probably Rashad Bateman. I'm watching this guy play, and he had two catches for 36 yards, but man, his body language just says, do, do I really want to be here? I think he wants out of Baltimore. You, you know, the one he dropped um, in the fourth quarter, and I'm looking around at a certain former player who played for the Ravens and we're kind of just shaking our head like what is wrong with this guy yeah why doesn't he act like he belongs to this team or when they catch a touchdown pass Andrews everybody else goes over shakes his hand congratulates him and Bateman just kind of walks over and, yeah, okay good job and he's on the sideline so that's my down I think he fancies himself a number one and he's looking around right now thinking he'll never be a number one here they drafted this kid named Zay Mm-hmm. This kid is the business. He is the absolute business. Yep. He is a, he he reminds me of his stature and everything in his early part of his career, Steve Smith. The kid is yeah. an absolute monster. And I think when when you when Bateman looks around, Ed, he figures, hey, they happen for me here. I'm not the number one here. I think that's a problem. I do too. There's something on it's like, what I've thought of sometimes there's some guys that play the game but don't love the game. And when, if you don't love football, it shows on the field. We, I can't remember. We had a left tackle like that. Was it McKinney? Mm-hmm. Yes, Brian McKinney. Just, right, Mike? Like, he looked like it was a job. Right, yeah. He just he didn't it love. It was a job for him. Yes. Right. And I think so that's my analogy. Some guys, it's just a job. They don't love the game. And you're spot on with that. Or some, some guys only love the game when they're number one. Yeah. <laughs> they love the glory of the game. Yeah, Orlando Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Orlando Brown loves the game as long as he's left tackle. He's left tackle. Situational. 410-583-1057 is the number. We go around the National Football League. But on the other side, Ed Norris said it best. It was almost perfect in terms of passer rating. We talk about Lamar Jackson on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I believe when you're playing regular season games, you should be okay, you know, with winning. I'm all right with winning, but the regular season, you know, and we made strides for improvement from last week and early on in the season, I believe we did, but just one regular season game. Lamar Jackson completed 78% of his passes yesterday for 357 yards passing, three touchdowns. Uh, first 100-yard passing game, what, in 21 games? Have you ever heard the stat? 300-yard passing game? Really? Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. a while. It's been a while. Um, passer rated 155.8. Jeremy, it's hard to even say what he could have done differently yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you go back and you look at the game, and um, outside of what, the fumble between he and Just, Justice Hill, and there, there's been a couple of those this year where you're like, okay, whose fault is that? Um, I I don't like, I don't know how they gave Lamar that fumble, but okay, we'll take but, it. But you get what I'm saying, though. Like, he did. That was him. He held on to it too long. He put it in there, and he was looking up to. I might want to take this and get around the corner, and he held on to it too long. But that happens. Yeah. Just to it, read. And, again, that's the one thing that you'd look at in the game going, okay, we'll clean that up, and you'll be all right. Like, again, we all had our ups and downs, and it's just hard to find a down about a game where you dominated a really good team. His first 300-yard pass performance since last year against Miami, uh, week two, when he had 318. Mm. So, uh, good to see it, Preston. Good to see it. It looked like they had more um, RPOs in this week, and they got him on the outside. And, you know, when they played last week, you watched him against Tennessee. I kept saying, well, why don't they put him on the, on the corner? Just let him get around the edge and, yeah. and decide, do I want to run, do I want to pass? But That wrinkle on the pass there, the couple times where it looked like they were running and he dink, just drops it, lolly mm-hmm. pops that over the top. I've been waiting for that for a while now. Like it's The, the only thing you get concerned about with that is players getting downfield too soon. Um, and getting an ineligible man. That but. did that did happen, but they didn't see it. Okay, because uh, it happened so quickly. Morgan yeah. Moses was on the other side when they ran it to the to the right. I mean, to the, the actually they went unbalanced, and he yeah. was over to the left, and he started down the field, and we were looking and started laughing, saying, "This guy's like five. That's what I was trying field. to look for too. But but you know, in the context of the game, when it gets yeah. as out of hand as it was, you you don't start to notice the the little things as much. But that was my one thing that I had circled that I want, wanted to make sure I brought up. And I thought you talked about it before the years pass. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have touch passes. Yeah, he's developed that in the offseason. He has. It, it was a lot. It, it, I mean, I don't know if it's just because it was such a good game that I was more optimistic than most weeks. But the things I noticed about him yesterday. His spiral is tighter, for one. 
He doesn't look rushed. He was under pressure, but he was step, you know, step to the left. Instead of taking off immediately, putting it down and going, he was actually really patient in, in the pocket. And I, he never looked, you know, pressured or frazzled. And he, and he was accurate. I, he looked fantastic yesterday. His yeah. red zone throwing is is pretty good. You know, if there was one area he really had to improve on, was I man, he puts it in spots where it can't be picked off. And before he would just throw it, and now he knows where to go with the ball. Mike, I, I think we could all say that he's worked on some things in the offseason, but how much of this do you attest to him being maybe a little bit more comfortable in the offense? You, you have to give credit to the offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, that's part of his job is making the, the quarterback comfortable. And whatever he does best, that's what you feature in the offense. And they've done that. Um, I was a little surprised earlier that he was – Dropping back as much as straight drop back, but um, I get that because that's a, that's a, that's a focus, especially in Monkins' offense, and it's been that way ever since he got into the NFL. But um, the more this evolves, you, you can see a little bit more of the RPOs and the stuff that he's comfortable with, and I think maybe that's something. Maybe Lamar went to him and said. Probably need to put a little bit more of this into the offense. Well, Jeremy, you'd be foolish if you're the new offensive coordinator. You don't come to the quarterback, the oh, franchise yeah. back, and say, "Hey, what do you want?" Yeah. You'd be especially if you really wanted the guy back. Yeah, you know you're you're working on negotiating, bringing him back. What do we need to do? Where do we need to get to? And it was clear and obvious that um, they wanted to move on from the run, 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 run mentality and uh, try to better this team. The one question I had is why does Rod Woodson always call him Todd Munchkin? I know. I thought I thought it was me. I thought I was. He always I left. comes up short. <laughs> does he do it on purpose? That's the reason I heard. <laughs> he said. He said Todd's coming up short. He's smiling, so I don't know whether to believe him, and I'm probably still a little too high to know whether or not I can. Trust I did him. hear that. Okay. Yeah. Todd Munchkin. I just kept that hearing was his him. reasoning for it. I don't know. Mm. I was listening to it on the way home from tailgate. And I heard that a couple of times. I'm like, eh, is he like he saying is he eating? <laughs> is he munching because he's eating? Dunkin' Donut? Yeah. <laughs> the, Bob Edel presented by Dunkin'. <laughs> Showing on the metal boost, man. <laughs> that does sound good right Todd now. Munchkin. Whatever. It really was part. When your fullback is a 28-yard catch and run, you know things are going well. You know how, how good a glazed munchkin sounds right now? And I'm talking about donuts, by the way. Did it again. What? No, he's, he's just, did it again. This disgusting. What? <laughs> <laughs> you want a glazed munchkin? By the way, thirteen point two yards per attempt. No donut per attempt. <laughs> yep. It's not often you throw the ball fielded thirty times and have three hundred fifty yards passing. <laughs> well, the thing was, I mean, again, they couldn't get to him, and he's just sitting there. And those receivers. I mean, there were times where those receivers were so wide open that again. The Lions didn't even have people in, in, in the TV screen and coverage. You're like, what's going on with this team? Why are they so wide open? Mm-hmm. And you go back and you look, it, it's not just scheme. It's just that they were off so soft and the Ravens took advantage of it. And, right. and that's good coaching. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go to East Baltimore and get Billy. Billy! What's going on, fellas? Time of the morning. Time of the what's morning up, to you. Man, I only got one thing to call for, man. It's an APB out on Mike Preston, man. A what? APB? It's an APB out on Mike Preston, man. What you going? How you going to act this morning, man? Where the, where the, bulletin. Where, where's the A's going to be at? Well, you got to you got to wait, man. It's seven thirty. He's not going to give it to you now. 
Ain't give out no A's and how how many months it's been? Billy, are you kidding? That report card looks like A. 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 I'll give you a sneak preview, Billy. There's so many A's in that report card. I'm sick of them. You might as well have Elton John call it and give it out. Hey, I I I didn't even want to look Mike Preston in the face this morning. He gone so soft. Hey, and somebody else told me that yesterday too. Like you've gone soft. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Give give me some time. I'll be back. (laughs) I saw the report card, Mike. I give you the longest eye roll ever, man. <laughs> they even put an A in soft. S A W F T. Soft. Yeah. I like you. I like you. I like you. You get an A. Like and you. you get an this, A. This report card being sponsored by John Harbaugh's press conference after when? You. See, we love you. You can, you can have that. You can have Mike Preston's report card on Sesame Street. Brought to you by the letter A. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! I, I, don't even, I mean, I just I don't know what to say to him, but that's fine. That's fine, Billy. You'll you'll hear the report card officially uh, on this show at seven. Billy, we had enough A's. All you need is that PB, and then you get PB. Hope you're driving to DC. That means you'll still be on. Fight <laughs> me, featuring John Harbaugh's post game press conference at seven o'clock. But up next, we go around the NFL. Recap some of the games, or all the games, I should say, from Sunday in the National Football League right here on The Fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at Hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Around the NFL. We go around the National Football League right now. Let's start off with Preston. Preston, tell me all about those Bears. The, the Bears, they started a rookie quarterback. Uh, Badgett, what's his first name? Tony, something like that. Guy from Shepard Tyson. College. Tyson. You know, let him on three touchdown drives. It was 15 of 32 for 100 and, nope, 21 of 29 for 162 yards. And uh, the thing about this guy was when you – I did a couple of stories on guys from Shepherd College because they were local kids, but whenever you went there and talked to them about their quarterback, they loved this guy. And uh, he played yesterday for uh, Justin Fields and uh, 
man, now all of a sudden, <laughs> the, the Bears pull it out and, 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 and they beat the Raiders. Um, pretty impressive win so far. What about the Browns? The Browns, uh, Kareem Hunt scored on a one-yard touchdown run with, with 15 seconds left. They beat the Colts 39-38. to And, again, the Browns, P.J. Walker comes in for Deshaun Watson, completes 15 of 32 passes for 178 yards and a touchdown, and the Browns are still sticking around. Yeah, they are, aren't they? What about the Pats, the Patriots, the big win? The Patriots. They win their first game. They beat Buffalo 29-25. Mac Jones, a one-yard touchdown pass to Mike Gisecki with 12 seconds left. 300th career, regular season career win for Bill Belichick. It took him a while to get there in 2023, but he finally got there. Ed Norris, what did the Giants do yesterday? They beat the Commanders. Uh, they beat the 14-7. And I don't know, I don't know who these teams are. The Giants were terrible going in at 1-5 going in. Um, Washington wasn't much better. But... There's some names that you're all familiar with here that had a good day there. Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. 279 yards and two touchdowns. Darren Waller, 98 yards in the air and a touchdown. Um, so they beat the Washington 14-7. Fal- they're a 2-5. Falcons? Falcons. They won a uh, walk-off. Is there a walk-off field goal, such a thing? Hmm. Uh, there is now. Yeah, there is now. <laughs> because they did. Um, Young Hoku. Young Way Cool. <laughs> Young Way. Is it? Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> not Young Home. <laughs> Young Way Cool. All I knew was Cool. was the only part I had. I never heard his first name. Buku. Buku. Uh, he did, though. He, he kicked the uh, field goal to win the game as time ran out and they had a walk off. So they beat uh, Tampa. Leading to the four, three and one, uh, four, excuse me, four and three. Tampa's now three and three. That damn Mike Tomlin. Steelers. They, you're talking about the, the not going. The Steelers never go away. No, they don't. They just do not go away. And uh, yeah, and, and the Rams again, who have, you know, have looked like a, a promising team with a lot of explosions. They only put up 17 points. Steelers won 24-17. Um, also, did you see uh, T.J. Watt in coverage? Yeah, I mean that guy. Dude, that that pass was pretty unbelievable. He picked off. Yes. And he, and he didn't miss a stride, man. No. He was just getting it around the corner. I'm talking about somebody, you know, that big. And that is that athletic. It's like, damn. That's uh, that's pretty scary. He looked like a defensive back at 6'4", 250 yeah, something. Whatever he was motoring. He, he was motoring. Uh yeah. But tip of the cap to Mike Tomlin and Steelers. Jeremy Conn, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, they got it done. No DK Metcalf in the game as he was scratched before. Jackson Smith and Jigba. JSN getting the first touchdown of the game. They hold on. It was kind of ugly. Um, Arizona not doing much, but uh, Seattle ends up winning the game in a close one. What about the uh, Broncos? Broncos, another one here. Nobody wanted to watch. <laughs> this is like I. I said it on uh, I said it on Friday. I said it on Thursday, and you guys all laughed at me and said there was no such thing as Black Sunday. And Black Sunday happened yesterday. Packers off their bye week lose to the freaking Broncos in an ugly game where it was like, I don't want to win and you can't make me. And the Broncos find a way to get it done. Chiefs. The Chiefs, man, uh, putting it on the Chargers. It was a fun game for a while there, and then the Chargers forgot how to move the football. And I heard one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard an announcer say or an analyst, Phil Simms, after the game said, everyone's questioning the Chiefs' offense. 
They're fine. They know what they're doing. They were just playing toward their defense, which is their strength now. What? When did that happen? No, their offense is playing like trash. Don't don't sit here and sugarcoat it because they're winning games. Like they expect to be better than that. If you ask Andy yeah. Reid about their offense, he'd be like, "We have to be better." They figure out a way to get it done, and I don't know if you saw the stat. They flashed it with Travis Kelsey. When Taylor Swift's at the game, yes. he kills it. When she's not, he's okay. Yeah, well, it's yeah. over a lifetime of work, and he's a little skewed, but it was funny. Yeah, and uh, lastly here. Are we not going to talk about her handshake? We can. We can talk about that handshake in a second. <laughs> and lastly here, the Eagles getting it done against Miami. Hurts in the gun. Hurts backpedals. He pumps. He looks. He fires. He completes it. Breaking away. Running into the end zone. A.J. Did you really have to tell me who was doing the call? The Eagles! Yeah, you don't have to with the Eagles doing the call there. Eagles Radio Network. Um, yeah, look, it, it was another matter, and, and you had an excellent point about this that you saw this week and about the teams that Miami has beat. Was it 4-24, I think? 5-24? 5-24? Yeah. yeah, so just something there. Playing the Bills, playing the Eagles, they get manhandled. I mean, there were opportunities for the Dolphins in the game. A.J. Brown just had a monster game again. again. So did Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's already is he over 1,000 yards now? It's, it's, he's that close because he had 80-some in this last game. But, like, that's ridiculous. 1,000 yeah. yards already? That was the benchmark for a season for players. <laughs> and he's got it already. A. Brown, NFL record, ties the NFL record five consecutive games of 125 yards receiving. Unreal. Unreal. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go out to the phone lines now. Let's go to Lansdowne and get Bob. What's up, Bob? Hey, sure. hey how's it going? Oh. Yep. Hello, this is Bob. Hey, okay, Bob. what's up? Yeah, um, how many times has the Ravens crushed somebody like, like that? I can't think of many times they have did that. At home, you know, I saw your question, and, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't recall, so I did a little homework, Bob. You can look at in 2021, they beat the Chargers 34 to 6 at home, but the difference is they didn't get out to a fast start like they did. So you got to go all the way back to 2020, the home opener against the Browns. They destroyed the Browns, and they were up 24 to 6 at halftime, never looked back, and beat the Browns 30, 38 to 6. So you got to go all the way back to that game to see the last time the Ravens really had a win like that at home. Because in 2019, if you guys recall, when it was just like, like the traveling beatdown all across the country, most of those beatdowns were on the road. They beat Miami 59-10 mm-hmm. on the road. Uh, they beat the uh, Bengals 49-13 on the road. They beat Seattle 30-16 on the road. Um, they beat uh, the Rams 45-6 on the road. All of those beatdowns came on the road, not at home. So, yeah, you got to go all the way back to 2020 to think the last time they had a Beat down at home like that. Yeah, I was going to say 19. Because that's, that's the look at the 2019 season with Lamar. Yeah, but those are all on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Tip, Trippy. I'm sorry. Trippy in Baltimore. What's up, Trippy? Hey, what's up with y'all? Good morning. Hello. Good morning to you. Hello. Yeah, what's going <laughs> on? Um, I know y'all saw that video going on with Todd. I'm glad Todd's starting to listen to me, man. You know, the offense. I mean, we only scored 10 second half points, but I like how he was moving the ball around. Hope he continue. And it was crazy because I know y'all know Melissa Kemp. She was like, damn, Trippy, that's crazy. We never can get Todd to smile. So I got that go. man to smile yesterday, man. Shout out to the Ravens on this victory Monday. There you go. Trippy, there you go. Trippy got Todd Munchkin to smile. Munchkin, you go with. Let's go with Kai and Rice this time. What's up, Kai? What's up, fella? Shout out to Trippy. I've seen him on, on uh, uh, WJZ Six Fan. Great job by the offense. <laughs> 
I love when they're in attack mode, man. When they're in attack mode, I think they should play like that for the rest of the year. I mean, we lead the league in sacks. We got a safety, man, that, that lead the league in interceptions. I mean, this is a good team. Lamar played pretty good. I think our uh, coach, defensive coach, going to be up for de- uh, defensive coach of the year soon. But it, but but I love Todd Monkey creativity, some of the plays. And, and uh, uh, Mike Preston came right on and said uh, – you know, he don't think it was. You know, they they they, they didn't put the, they didn't put a lot of pressure on Lamar. Man, Lamar was avoiding the pressure. He was avoiding the pressure and still had his eyes downfield. And the receivers, I mean, to Rob Point weeks ago about uh, receivers. Uh, 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 what's the old offensive coordinator name? Uh, Greg Roman having receivers in the same area. No, it was about the play calling and the creativity. This receivers was right in a zone, but they was in front of the window. So, and Lamar was reading them, man. So I'm just happy about the win, man. Y'all having a good. Can, let, let, let me correct you, young, young, young fellow. <laughs> All right. What I said was in the first quarter, Lamar was escaping pressure. He was getting pressure. He was stepping out and making plays. It opened up. The passing game opened up the running game. So in the second quarter, the Ravens started running the ball, and then they just took over. Uh, as far as pressure, they only had one quarterback hit on them, and they didn't have a sack. So the offensive line did pretty well overall. I don't recall you saying any of that, President. <laughs> <laughs> now you just making stuff up. Uh, no, he probably wasn't up because it was in the opening re- segment. Re- re- <laughs> retract Preston. Game balls at 7.15. But on the other side, John Harbaugh's reaction to that beatdown yesterday that's right, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show, Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Wonkin Injury Lawyers on the Fan. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.